it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hot! Broadcasting live from Florida's capital city, this is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in five... Four, three, two, one. Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV on Alive Nations Friday. Lucy Goosey, good first hour. Appreciate you joining us. Be a fun second hour as well. Our thanks to Lee Sterling last hour. You missed the prop bets. Go back and find them. Got that uh, DVR feature on the YouTube. You go find it, man. Go get you those bets. They were thorough last hour. That was fun. By the way, I failed to mention when I was congratulating Ken Riley on making it into the Hall of Fame. His brother was my peewee football coach. Oh, really? Yeah. He was my first coach. First coach I ever had in football. And I was petrified. Uh, I've told the story before. I was petrified. I was the only white kid on an all-black team. And you just are afraid of what you don't know. And so I, I went out there, and I, I don't know I, you know, I don't know why I was afraid, but I was. I was intimidated because I was little, and I'd never played organized football. And I was different. You know, you, you stand out. <laughs> and uh, I thought I would be a target. Uh, the opposite was true. I learned a valuable lesson. People are people. And so it was fun as hell, and I loved it, but he made it fun. And, uh, and I remember Ken Riley coming to a couple practices, visiting his brother, which I couldn't have known at that time was a big deal. I didn't, you know, because like I said, I don't remember his career. And, uh, and then years later, uh, I had a chance to talk to him when he was at FAMU, and uh, I brought that point up about it. I was like, you know, I played on your brother's. They called it junior midgets back then, so don't get mad at me. Uh, I played on your brother's junior midget football team. And he laughed. His, his brother would wear the same gray sweatpants and gray sweat top to coach every single practice, and he would get razzed every single day. Coach, you want to borrow my dad's sweatshirt? It's a different color at least. You could do something different. And he loved it. And he would lead calisthenics. That was the big thing. Time for calisthenics, everybody. Who calls it that? Nobody calls it that. In those days. <laughs> Yes, it was a bygone era when we called warming up calisthenics. Uh, there's that. There's that. There is something we did not mention last hour that I think is worth mentioning, given the fact that you and I had a conversation about it. 
And that is that, uh, lo and behold, Oklahoma and Texas have said, peace after all. We're buying it out and riding. Agreed in principle to pay the Big 12 a total of $100 million in order to join the SEC in 2024, a year earlier than they had originally intended. That according to the conference last night. And when I saw that, kind of perked up a little bit and went, hmm. $100 million is a paltry sum in the big scheme of things. Could we get a similar deal at $100 million? Because if so, pay that bitch now and let's ride. Let's go. It would take seconds for us to pay $100 million. I'm not even kidding. Buddy, I am here to tell you that the light is now officially at the end of the tunnel. You can see it. You can see it. You had brought it up earlier this week that mm. we don't know what the figure is to leave the ACC. We don't. You now have a precedent of some kind to set a figure on. You now have leverage in certain ways when you're trying to negotiate out of the ACC because this is not them cutting a check out of their pocket. Texas and Oklahoma combined for $100 million. It's against future earnings. It is not a money order that they have to go get for $50 million apiece. It's against future disbursements and earnings. So you don't have to have the cash up front. This also means that Fox and ESPN work together because part of the trading that went on here was that the Michigan and Texas game flipped sites. Yes, they have a, they have a home a and home. Swap. Yes, right. So twenty million of the hundred million is going to Fox because they lose the branding of being able to be the home of Texas and Oklahoma for one more year. And in exchange, beyond the twenty million, they get Texas at Michigan, which will be carried on Fox, rather than ESPN getting that game sooner. So this is how they made it work. This tells me that the networks, which, look, ACC, SEC is all ESPN, but if you want this whole picture to help Florida State, yes. you need Fox and ESPN to work together. Yes, you do. This is proof of that, and now you have a price tag on what it would cost for one year at $50 million. Now you know what it costs, and the leverage is in the place of the university. So now the ACC's got to make us happy sooner than later. Buddy, we're going to make it. We are going to make it. I'm convinced when I read this that it's going to be okay. Well, there there are some differences. They were only two years remo- away from being able to walk anyhow. 100%. So, you know, but we're talking about the investment. You can extrapolate further, yeah. The, the investment that we're making right now should help us be healthy enough to survive as a football program for, what, the next five years? Like we're, The money we're putting up now says we're healthy for another five years or so yeah. before the pinch really is felt. I'm telling you... This starts the countdown clock within that period of time. I fully expect either the relationship with the ACC to fundamentally change where there is une- there is uneven oh, it, it has payout. to have already happened. I agree with you. Yeah, it already has happened. It's it, always been a joke. Well, but we're moving in a direction now. Yes, you're right. This might have accelerated it, Tom. I hope you're right about yes. that. The one thing is I, I would argue the ACC is already feeling the pinch of the disparity of money. Uh, if you look at college baseball as a good example, we've been talking a lot about college baseball, the SEC – uh, they play at the Taj Mahal every week. I mean, every time I look at an SEC stadium, I think about the sorry ACC stadiums and go, damn it, man. And I look at the preseason top 25 and go, damn it, man. All that money, it's, it's, it's excess. They continue. We saw the numbers yesterday what the SEC schools made. And damn it, man. And the best thing that can happen for us as well is that North Carolina is no longer dominant at basketball which I know that they just made a run, but they are seeing the well, signs. They, and they should have won. They were in the finals. I, they right. lost to Kansas, and they had a big lead. But what I'm saying is that they can't expect that anymore. The SEC star is on the rise in college basketball, and it's not stopping. 
anytime soon. So what was near and dear to Tobacco Road is going away, and they can't deny it anymore that relative conference strength. We're seventh right now. We're seventh in terms of relative conference strength. That's a third-party oh, metric, basketball's not my own. been waning. Basketball has been waning, and that was their baby, and it doesn't drive the bus, and we know that, and they know that, but yeah. Uh, so what's keeping you here if you're North Carolina? You just need more votes. No, Grant Wright's keeping more you votes. here, just like it's keeping everybody else here. They can't do enough to keep us around to 2036. They can't do it. So this we'll is see. this whole process, to me, I is like, now crystallized and sped up. We're going to get out of this thing in the next five to six years. We're going to do it. Well, okay. So you're not talking about next year or the year no. after. You're talking about five or six it, years? Sure. Well, no, it could be sooner. But what I'm saying is it's not that this price tag now puts it to where 100% by 2027 or 2028, we're doing something different. We'll have the money to do it at that point. The question is, does everybody want to work you, together to do it sooner? Yes. And what you wanted and what I have wanted is I want the continued growth and the who's is bigger argument to continue between the Big Ten and the SEC. Every day that goes by when they're trying to one-up each other or there's a maneuver made to that end is a good day for Florida State and Clemson. Anybody else wants to get the hell out of this conference. But then the who's is bigger argument is also really ESPN and Fox. That's, yes. And it's just been proven that they can work together to move one entity out of when a conference and into another. When it comes to money and people making lots of it, they tend to find a way to work together. Which is a great sign for us. Yeah, and we do need them to continue down that path. They're going to have to because we think that the ACC schools are not just going to all go to the SEC, the ones that they want. They're going to move around some so to the need, Big Ten, yeah, some to the SEC. Yeah, you need, the, um, you need that duality. Correct. Because otherwise, Scott... Mentions it here, by the way, and I tend to agree with him on this. Um, ESPN ha doesn't have an incentive right now because the ACC is an asset to them. And they don't want to, for lack of a better term, break up that asset. Well, I mean, it would be an asset to them if they don't have to pay out a contract to the ACC and all of its member institutions if you cut bait with a, a few of them. And then whatever your settlement is for those institutions, then you graduate a few to the SEC. And then a couple go over to Fox. Maybe you get something back in return. I mean, I think at the level that we're talking about, I don't think it, the ESPN wants to pay the amount that they have to pay to the ACC for the next, you know, 13 years if they can move some of those assets to a higher yeah. place yeah, well, and that, then cut that, a settlement check to some of the schools that are disbanded and, and they don't get to play big let's, boy football. Let's Yes, let's hope that that is sooner rather than later. I thought in the interim that at, at the present time it makes them money. The ACC network did makes them makes them money, and the only thing that makes the ACC viable is Florida State, is Clemson, is to some degree, I guess, North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina provides value. Yeah, yeah. I suppose Miami does to some degree. I not much. They still rate okay, not yeah. nearly as good as us. No. But yeah. Well, very few, very few teams rate as good as us. That's true anywhere. I'm just glad to know that ESPN and Fox can work together. And the, and the talk before this all happened this week was they were in agreement. It was the Big 12 that was the holdup. Mm -hmm. But they made the money work for both sides. And we need that in order to have the ACC disband in short order. And by short order in these terms, it's five years. It'll be a lot of fun, man. When, when this happens, the, the fact that, you know, a, a lot of people get hung up on the difficulty of winning a Super League. I don't. I don't really care at that point. Yeah, maybe I never see us win another national championship in my lifetime. Maybe. But you know what I will see? A lot of great football every week, 
and an opportunity to go to road games in which the people that we're going to play care passionately like we do for the game. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in. I'm in on that. And in turn, you might have to re-expand, Doak. We're sizing it down. You might have to make it bigger because if you're a part of the SEC, how many away markets are coming to you, away fan bases? Oh, yeah. drive uh, up the demand for ticket prices I, I actually, across the board. Now, this will be very interesting. I don't know that they'll – I don't think that is the way that this is going to work out. I don't think you're ever going to go back to expanding stadiums. Uh, again, we get that's a different discussion altogether just because of the home viewing experience and, and how much people enjoy that now compared to the 80s or 90s. Uh, it is remarkable. I, I was thinking about this the other day when I was watching a highlight from a game in 94 – and the quality is so poor, so poor. And, and you know, now I realize, like, why we couldn't wait to get out the damn door to get into the stadium so you could see the freaking game. Like, we may not have known it, but so you could see what's happening. <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, I don't sound like Jerry Jones, Preston. I don't – no, my point is that our fan base, I see this on the boards, and I've had people write to us and say, like, if, you're, if you go into a super conference, uh, what's the path to, to winning another national championship? And I'm like, I don't think of it that way. I mean, first of all, Florida State has just as good a chance as anybody else. I mean, where we're located and our cachet and the investment in and soon to have equal money, Florida State's in a better position than three-quarters of the team in the SEC to win a national championship. Yeah. Yeah, you give us equal money, and we're we're gonna oh, leapfrog yes. most of those programs. Yeah, that's what I've been. We have been yearning for that moment. Now, I'm not saying that it makes it a done deal today. I'm just saying that now I know it's possible, and so therefore, once there's a number that's out there with a precedent and proof that the two big dogs, in lieu of a college football commissioner or a Power Five commissioner, can work together to solve an issue like this, that's all the groundwork you need. That's all the wiggle room you need to be sure that that life raft that we've just for no, uh, my gut feeling says we're going to get a life raft in this. No, <laughs> now it's more than a gut feeling. You well, have verifiable yeah. reasons to show that it is coming. It's going to happen. You you and I uh, had a gut feeling when all of this started happening. And it was, some of it was the evidence that uh, lay before us. You know, you could deduce from that evidence that hey, this is headed to super conference world. Here we go. This is where it's headed. And in a super conference, any super conference, Florida State has a place. In fact, those who would conduct and build a super conference would have Florida State on the uh, high-priority list uh, compared to a lot of teams that are fortunate enough to have been grandfathered in. If it's a game of pickup, seven oh, on seven, yeah, 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 we're not yeah. getting picked last. Oh, God, no. Nope. Notre Dame gets picked first in all likelihood. That dump of a town? If, if there's no team in any conference, so they're just teams, there's just programs, and the Big Ten and the SEC or ESPN and Fox are standing there and we're on the courts and it's time to play, I think Notre Dame would get picked first, as much as I begrudge that. I got Notre Dame, ESPN would say. Oh. Is it a snake draft, says Fox? Who gets two? Ooh. Hard, isn't it? Is it Ohio I, I State? Think well, I think USC stars on the rise. If you're talking about projecting forward, you want the LA market. So if I it's, wonder if it's, if it's not a snake draft. It's a, if it's a snake draft, they're definitely two or three. Mm. But if it's not, you got a decision to make with Ohio State, yeah, Alabama, Alabama, Ohio USC, State. Texas. Well, Oklahoma would be ahead of Texas uh, as not, they not, usually not, are. Not for media markets. I, I think now with what Austin is becoming, which is the Silicon Valley of yeah. the Central Times. You mean ruined? 
Yeah. It, unfortunately. Yeah. You mean keep, Aus- yeah. keep Austin weird is a losing battle at this point, I it's, think. I know. It's like what happened with San Francisco, yeah. Unless weird is uh, white-collar escort services, then <laughs> I suppose it's going to stay weird. <laughs> That's a political convention. It's Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. What's up, guys? Our next partner that you're going to hear from is Athletic Greens. You've heard me talk about Athletic Greens in the past. Happy to talk about them again. I take Athletic Greens every day, and I gave them a try because certainly I wanted more energy, sustained energy. I wanted to support my immune system. I don't like taking pills and vitamins per se, and I wanted something that tasted good too. And the first time I tried it, I was very surprised. Uh, It had an appreciable effect on my energy levels. And also, uh, over time, you'll note that it uh, it helps your skin, your hair, your nails. I don't have a lot of hair, but if I did, I bet I could feel that. I bet I could tell. It's a comprehensive health uh, habit, and uh, it is a, a powerful one at that. AG1 is great for recovery. Uh, that's Athletic Greens. And uh, I, I take mine basically when I wake up every morning. I don't have to worry about it because you get all the nutrients that you want. It's the best way to ensure that you're going to get all of your vitamins. It's a carbon-neutral business, by the way, if that's important to you. It is to a lot of people, and that's good to know as well. I would also note that uh, it is a comprehensive solution to what you need from a supplement routine. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs right now with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Helps me out, guys, if you use that. Not financially, but it lets them know that you heard this ad on my show. And I do take it, and I am vouching for them because I enjoy their product. It's athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Check it out. I think you'll note the difference in your life with a simple drink each and every morning to start your day. Athleticgreens.com slash JCS. The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness, two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. Friday version of the Jeff Cameron Show rolling on, and we shall bring in my mom in mere seconds so I can complete the domination of this year's picks campaign. Perhaps I was greatly aided by the fact that um, early in the season, she picked with her heart before there was enough evidence uh, to sway her later in the season to Stop picking the bucks, <laughs> amongst other things. I actually had a good year with NFL. Of course, it's the year that we didn't have our spread pool that we're normally in with uh, the five picks each week, Tom, because that would have been a good one for me this past year. At one point, I was flying high. To which the commissioner of that league says, sure, you had a good year. In the uh, I finished second the year before. I was right yeah. there. I was, I've been good. I've, you know what I, what, what I am in that league? Is last or on the cusp of winning? Mm-hmm. Yes, there is no. I, it's weird. There is no forty nine point eight percent. No, I'm like, I'm really good or awful. No chance. There was the one year that guy in the pool was like sixty five percent. Yes, that's the and I lost that year. I was at fifty nine percent and I lost. I'm telling you, he was flipping coins every Sunday, making his picks. S O B. 
I'm still mad about it. I was at 59.8% or something, almost 60% for the season against NFL spreads, and my man housed me. It wasn't even close. That's a toughie. Uh, all right. Let's talk to my mom. Go ahead and cue it up. And now for another edition of the Family Pick, Nick. Go to your room! Mama, the meatloaf! Take it away, Jeffrey. All right, I don't know what the number is. I think it's double digits. Uh, it got, it got, mom, it got ugly late. No, I talked to Tom. I'm seven down. I think that's a lie. No, no, uh, no. And, and Tom suggested I say double or nothing. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I I don't know, mom. I kind of housed you in the playoffs. I don't think we were on. You you got it desperate there at the end. I well, remember. I, I did, but I definitely, th- I do, th- I think it's seven is right. I really do. Now, I guess I could go be eight, but I think it's seven. I do. You guys have conspired to make this sound respectable. <laughs> the truth is that seven represents 12. Um, no, 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 no. Because remember, I made a pretty good comeback before I started to slide again. Well, right. The comeback got you to within five or six, and then I think I beat you in every single playoff game we picked. I think I got up within four. And then, no. I did, and then one of them, I think, this is... wasn't one of them I split, and then the other one when I went crazy because I had to pick two that were different from you, so then I lost both of those. And so, anyway, I think it's seven, but it's possible it's eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, if that makes you feel better, it's <laughs> seven or eight. That's fine. It really doesn't matter <laughs> one way or the other at this, at this point. But I'm telling you, hasn't this year flown by? Yeah, yeah, it has. It has. And now it's going to take forever because we're so excited up here about the direction Florida State's going and we want to see him continue to play. And, you know, Mike just got his extension on the contract and the team's okay. going to be good. And so, yeah, it's going to be, you know, everybody's excited. Got, a, got this entire offseason. I don't want to go there, though. Here's where I want to go. We'll celebrate the Super Bowl, but we'll celebrate because I thought of you last night when the news came down, and uh, you got to be elated, right? Uh, Rondé Barber gets in. I texted you. I I sent you a text and said, Mm -hmm. how about that, that my picture with Rondé is even more special now. Yeah, yeah. Do you have it displayed? Is it uh, out where everybody can see you and Hall of Famer Rondé Barber in the box at the Lightning game? (laughs) I should bring that out. I have it in the bedroom on my dresser, actually, but I may have to bring that out, yes, into the forefront because that is, I mean, who knew at that point, but how exciting was that? I know. Good news. Well, it's always good to add Buccaneers to the Hall of Fame. Absolutely, and he deserved it for sure. Yeah, he was a great player, and uh, and I know, and he was really nice to you that night. He was nice he to was. us. He was he was super nice, and uh, he's also nice. come on my SiriusXM golf show and did like a 30-minute interview with me and Trey about golf and how much he loves it, and he golfs really? every, yeah, he golfs every day in Tampa. Yeah, he's, he's forever on the well, golf he's, course. He's a good guy. We like good guys to, to do well. Yeah. All right. Who you got? You like oh, the Chiefs or you man. like the Eagles? I know. You know what? I'm. I You know me. I always pick with my heart. But so I'm not going to do that today. But <laughs> it doesn't matter anyway. But I. I think that the Eagles are going to win. So um, I want the Chiefs to win. But I'm going to pick the Eagles. I too am taking the Eagles. So we remain on the same side. Um... Yeah, I. Uh, it's not that. Well, you know, I, I've said I don't like the Eagles at all. I do like Jalen Hurts. I do, but um, but I don't. I don't want them to win. And uh, I know that the Kansas City has won recently, but I just um, I I like Andy Reid, and and I do like Patrick Mahomes. So I and so that's why I would like them to win. But I am picking the Eagles. 
It's oddly, I would say this, Tom and I brought this up earlier this year. You know, I mean, for a while there, the Eagles were like a rival of Tampa Bay. Yes, and it was, they were. And, and, you know, and it was fun. It was fun while that whole thing was going down when we won the first Super Bowl and having to get them and shut down the stadium, shut down the vet, and then start the, the new stadium, open it with a loss uh, as the Bucks beat them on a Monday night. The nation right. watching, that was great too. Absolutely. And, but that said, this is a likable Eagles team. And that, and that is a very likable Kansas City team as well. I, I find both teams likable in that they all – I mean, listen, it's, it stands to reason two teams that make the Super Bowl have a lot of good players. Go figure. But they're likable good players for the most part. They are, and I love the whole Kelsey brother thing. I really do. And, um, gosh, I tell you what, if I was their mom, though, oh, my God, that is a t- – well, she can't lose, but, boy, that is a tough thing. Yeah, it would be a hard thing, but I also am about done – uh, with that storyline, I don't need to see her anymore. I don't need to hear from her anymore. I'm tired yeah, of them talking about. They have uh, made made quite a bit of that. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. But yeah, no. Well, I like I said, I won't really care one way or the other. But I would prefer the Chiefs win. But I I do think the Eagles probably. The thing is, you know, it just depends on I think if Kansas City can give Patrick Mahomes enough time to do what he does, and if they can't, then I think that's the problem well it would be that usually is the case yeah he's a magician uh i love you mama enjoy the super bowl we'll talk soon i love you too and it's been a fun year and it's gone fast but i'm already getting ready for next year all right well you'll have to start studying up this was a boat racing (laughs) i will you have fun everybody all right Bye 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 mom that's mama locked in she doesn't get nervous watching other teams play so that's good for her she can sit back and relax and watch the damn game she gets really nervous watching the Bucks. She can't hardly do it. I don't know what it is about old people. I, they can't watch the games anymore. I know so many old people that just can't even watch their team play. Like, get, get over it. It's a game. I love the game. It matters greatly to me in the moment, but I'm not going to not watch it. My only rule with big games, playoff games. By or- myself. I want to watch them by myself. That's your rule. Uh, That's kind of I- your rule. It depends if I'm in the build. I can go to the game, you know. Correct, but, but you're not going to go to a bar to watch the Bucks in the Super Bowl. No, no, no. You'd watch that at your house with your wife. Yeah, and she's great because she is exactly like we communicate beforehand for both our teams because her teams have won some games and been in some high-profile playoff games. What do you need? You need to be a refill gal, a refill guy. Yeah, is that what you need? Mm-hmm. Would you like conversation? What's the food going to be? I the, got the, the answer food. is no on the conversation. I don't need to be chit chatty. Well, sometimes it's nice to distract when you know the halftime goes for twenty five minutes. Halftime is one thing. Yeah. The game is when the game's in or play. We the just... lead up to the day, the lead up to the game. For me, it's hey man, you got to cut back on the boozing. These are big games. I can't. You got to have your emotions and your wits <laughs> completely about you. That's one of the big rules. But guess what? Second half of the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, oh, you, we were knocking them back. You could pour them stiff. It didn't matter. That game was over. The four-and-head touchdown. That was the one that ended it when we went unbalanced to the right. Mm, that was a good play call. It was excellent. They had so many of those. They were on fire playoff. in that game. They they felt, yeah. They had a couple for Green Bay, too. They were in total control. Kansas mm. City was non-competitive in the Super Bowl against the Bucks. I was nervous that whole day, though. Humiliated, you could say. That's about the nerves. I was nervous all day. You wake up that day, and you try to sleep as long as you can. Because Super Bowl, it's not 9 p.m., but it's late enough, and you're just kind of fidgety. The reason being, and this is something that comes with age as well, the realization, 
that unless you're one of the very lucky few, like, say, a modern-day New England fan, and you fall into this gift of having the all-time greatest quarterback who's also willing to take huge pay cuts so that the roster can be better filled out over the bulk of his career and also having a genius as your head coach fall in line perfectly, unless you're one of those lucky fans. And he's a defensive genius because yeah. it matters that you spread the skill set <laughs> a little bit. That's correct. Because you could have an offensive genius like Sean Payton, like everybody oh. says, and Drew Brees, <laughs> yeah. but that's only one side of the ball. That amassed one Super Bowl win. Yeah. Um, so the, the funny thing about that is, yes, you're right. Unless you're one of those lucky few, then you realize how damn difficult it is to win a Super Bowl. The Vikings fans know how damn yeah. difficult it is to win a Super Bowl having never won one. And I'm not doing that to be a jerk. It's just that that's their, their reality. They've never won one. And, and I'm sure that when you're sitting there as a fan of a team that's never won one, you're reminded of it all the time. Especially as others that also at one time had not won one have not only won one now, but two. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know who you speak of. Yeah, but that's a toughie. That's one of the deals. If they go, that that is the uh, the creme de la creme experience for my wife. That's the golden goose for me. It's it's a World Series with the Mets. That's that's what's left, and that that means a whole heap. I was you too, saw you saw the Yankees and the Mets. I, I mean, we got to win the World Series. Oh, I'm just saying you got to see them. Yeah, in I it. was two days old when we won the in last 86, World Series. Yeah, yes, I was, I was in high school, Tom. I saw it. I would have been one day old <laughs> if it wasn't rained out for Game Seven on October 26th. But that's the one. Where I will go to the Super Bowl town with her, she could go with her mom because they are—I mean—they're bonded with Vikings football forever. Sure. And then it's just if good things happen, I'll have a, a celebration. I'll rent Ready whatever I need the, to rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny as you get older. If you get, if you get, if you're a fan of a team that finally wins a championship, let alone multiple championships, then you know you want it for the people that you love whose teams have it. You want that for them. You yeah. want them to experience that. Like the Lightning now, we just win it every other year, sometimes two, three times in a row. You know, it's just whatever. Right. But we played her Rangers last year in the East Finals. Mm -hmm. And when they were up, I was like, oh, well, you know, this could if be we really had good to for lose, her. Yeah. If we had to lose. Now, you don't want to. Yeah. You and don't want to. We, we didn't. And we didn't. It's <laughs> <laughs> a damn shame. That's just... Wow. We went to game six. We saw the handshake line. Like, oh, man. I, yeah. I, you know, if you wanted, I wouldn't have been terribly disappointed. If you had. Big if. But, uh, you, but you didn't. Weren't good enough. No. Once again, it was the lightning that prevailed. <laughs> now, I will be downright a mess if the sad, sap, sorry-ass Pittsburgh Pirates ever find their way back to a World Series. I will be... I've been through hell. Christy, get the phone. Take it away. Oh, I... I Take it away. Yeah. Would you allow anybody in the room? Would you allow your father in the room? Game yeah. seven. Uh, Game yeah. seven. Oh! Pirates-Yankees. Oh. Here you go. <laughs> there was once a very famous Game seven, Pirates-Yankees, mm -hmm. that the Pittsburgh Pirates won, and it's one of the great moments in the history of the sport, but... The symmetry of the moment. Yeah. Look at that. Would, mm. would you allow Dad in the room? Yes. Yes, okay. I would. I don't know how many World Series he has left, so I'd have to leave him in the room. I'd have to get him in the room. Uh, well, I mean, that, by that was an honest response. By definition. We don't live forever, Tom. I mean, you know, it's, it's, this is the way it works. Hey, this is Libations Friday. I'm not being a downer. I'm just, I'm a realist. So, yeah, I would have him in the room for sure if he wanted to be. He doesn't have to worry about anything. He's a San Francisco Giants fan. He's seen them win a 
gazillion World Series thanks to Buster Posey, who's having his jersey retired. You know, it's funny. I was happy for him when the Giants won the World Series because prior to that, they hadn't in forever and a day. It was a very similar path to the Pittsburgh Pirates. And uh, he was saying, I, I got to see it. I got to see it in my life. So they won, they won that first one. I called him and I was like, Dad, I'm so happy for you. This is just an amazing moment. And he was beside himself happy. They won it again two years later or whatever it was. And I was like, oh, that's a really awesome. What a run. Now you've got two, Dad. That third one, I was like, you can go to hell. I'm done with these. I'm not happy for you at all. I hope you never win another one. I'm done with this. It went from joy to that's it. You've got too many. This is gluttonous. I wonder if he's given any thought to come down for the Buster Posey retirement. He, he could should. wear Giants and Knoll stuff. He should. He could get the picture that we took with Buster Posey and him wearing the Super, uh, World Series ring on his hand signed by Buster that day. I'm sure you could make that happen. I think I could. Uh, that'd, be a, that'd be a cool thing. Early Father's Day gift. There you go. He's not listening right now. No, no. No, he's not. He's traveling. Uh, but, yeah, that would be uh, – but, yeah, it's funny how it shifts. If the Vikings win the Super Bowl, you'll be like, that's awesome. They win another one. You're like, that's really cool. That third one, you'd be like, okay, we got about enough of the Vikings now. Let's yeah. let's all slow our roll. Gonna here. keep celebrating the rest <laughs> of your life. That's fine. <laughs> it's Jeff Cameron Show, ninety three three Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply welcome back to the jeff cameron show sponsored by legendary home loans a mortgage experience designed around speed simplicity and customer service before you buy your next home, contact our friend Shannon Young with Legendary Home Loans. Visit FSUHomeLoans.com. FSUHomeLoans.com. Got questions to answer, need to get to it. Probably need to note uh, a couple of folks here who were kind enough. Bill, thank you. Brooks went to my high school and was unreal as an underclassman. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate that. Marcus. Writes, go birds. I know this is an FSU show, but you all have made this NFL season more enjoyable. Director Matthew, thanks for being my bird brother this season. One more game. Yeah, it's an FSU-centric show, but the Jeff Cameron Show has always branched out and talked about whatever we damn well please. And that would include all the other sports and many non-sports, so don't worry at all, Marcus. That's the way it's going to remain. It's time for Top Talk, brought to you by Pinch-A-Penny Pools and Spas. Buy yourself the hot tub you've always wanted at the price you've always wanted from Pinch-A-Penny on Greer Street. Now, it's live to the top. Briley asked a good question, which was, what happens first? The ACC dissolves without Miami ever winning. 
an ACC championship, or Miami wins the ACC because FSU, Clemson, North Carolina, and Louisville have all left. Probably throw a few more in there, Riley. Uh, North Carolina, Duke, Wake, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech. Just keep going. <laughs> oh, man. And Bob doesn't think I'll read it, so I will. That's a that's really good reverse psychology there, Bob. Tom, please answer my questions because Jeff thinks I ask bad questions. Will you be giving hockey wagering advice, insight again this year? It was good last year. Go Italy baseball. Fly, Eagles, fly. Uh, Tom, do you want to answer Bob's question? I did in the chat as well. But, yeah, I mean, this is the time of year now that we're out of football. Nice little relaxed period of time. It's not like I'm doing breakdowns on the basketball team and mm. their matchups that are upcoming. They're playing. They're going to play in front of nine people this weekend. Uh, tomorrow, yep. in fact, at the TLC Double C. I thought an excellent play was last night. Didn't share it with the masses. Sorry about that. But uh, Lightning Colorado, because they had We'd gotten accrued, smoked seven to one the game before. And they lost the night after. So one out of four points. You got Colorado coming to town, a little emotional kick in the rear end. Mm -hmm. We played well last night. Colorado had won seven of their previous ten. They played that was a good spot. That was a good spot to pick Tampa. Tomorrow told the folks on the air I, about that. I know. Tomorrow's <laughs> a little rough, but tomorrow I'd lean on here you go. Here's one for you. I'd lean on the over as long as it's not north of seven, seven or higher for Tampa Dallas. Quick turnaround for Tampa. Dallas scores a lot of goals, and that's a 1 p.m. start tomorrow on ABC. So I like the over in tomorrow's game with Lightning Dallas if you can get it at 7 where it cashes. Sleepy nooner for the Knowles tomorrow, and uh, that means Pitt comes to town. Don't exactly have a huge following. Their fan base won't show up. Florida State fan base probably will not exceed the number of fans that attended the Newberry College exhibition game in October, given that the Knowles lost again the other night at home, blew a lead, couldn't score for the better part of half of the second half, quite literally could not score. Uh, it's unwatchable. It's really unwatchable when Worley's on the court. He stinks, and it's just it's brutal. It's hard to watch. It's a very serious turn to the tub, but that's why we're in the tub, so we can relax about it. I think that Pitt and Georgia Tech are the two perfect teams to have a sleepy nooner basketball game. They are the perfect two programs where you tip off at noon, and you're like, yeah, it seems about right. It's Pitt. It's Georgia Tech. They just fit that mold perfectly. Ladies lost 86-82 to Miami, uh, and that is not cool because that team is worth watching and noting. But they got out-rebounded 47-28. Hard to win games when you Ooh. get out-rebounded 47-28. Also, when you lose a game, just on a side note here, when you lose 86-82 and you're, you're a coach, you're Brooke Wyckoff, you're coming off the floor, a little disappointed, a little frustrated with your team to get out-rebounded, out-muscled like that, you're like, what else What else could we have done? Oh, we could have shot better than 50% from the free throw line where we were 10 of 20. Mm. So a whole lot of that ain't going to get it done. That screams fluke if that's the margin of victory with those two stats involved. That but it drops them into a four-way tie for third, and it's yeah. a problem. You don't need to do that. Did you note yesterday that the first bomb was delivered by Edenfield over at the softball complex? Home run number one on the season as softball season has begun. Very cool. Rained out today if they're playing. I'm sure it was. Yeah. The goal is to get out there tomorrow, but I, I mean, I don't know that the weather's going to cooperate. No, like it, doesn't, it doesn't appear to be uh, a good weekend in Tallahassee. If you're local, this is going to be what you're getting right now. 
all the way through. Of course, just in time for the weekend. Here comes a little get you some, everybody. <laughs> Enjoy right. your living room. Uh, at least it's the WM and not Pebble. You got something there. And they're not going to finish today. They're not no, going to finish the second they round. couldn't finish yesterday. Which means you get morning tea times. Oh, even though buddy. it's a couple time zones away, you get a little bonus coverage around 9 in the morning You're tomorrow. you damn right you do. The hell I'm locked into. I've got multiple uh, wagers going uh, for tomorrow, and I'm excited about oh, today and tomorrow. Tiger announced the return to the PGA Tour next week. You know that? Well, it is his tournament at the Genesis, but he's officially going to play, huh? Mm-hmm. Awesome. It's not an easy course. Why is he? Because mm. it is. It will be interesting uh, to see how he plays. Give us a little hope. Just give us a little hope. There it's today. not the longest course in the world, no, right? So no. that's that's yeah. probably part of the thinking is the walking. He doesn't like to do that much anymore. Can't, can't really can't. I mean, he's talked about it quite a bit. Um, mm, it will be interesting. I, I, I hope he plays well. I, I, I think as we get... Closer and closer. You know, by the way, you see the Masters commercials now, and you're like, ooh. Yep. ooh I mean, it's hey. not crazy to talk about that. And can we say, all right, FSU, the spring game is not on moving day at the Masters. Hooray. <laughs> we do not have to worry about double duty on Masters Saturday or Sunday. Love it. Yeah. Um, it, it does frustrate people every year that we're, they screw it up where the baseball is not going on the same weekend you know that that angers people but to me by now that must be intentional right oh it's got to be yeah because they never do it maybe when you do the tour of the inner workings of hauser and by workings i mean not workings things that don't work maybe you can ask link jared about that i got to get over there soon uh i think play has been suspended yet again did you say in scottsdale has it i think the wind temporarily oh come on we'll see i don't know it uh shoots your 75 and like it well, John Rahm, a man out there, minus four through 11 today, leads the tournament. That's a good thing because somebody may have taken John Rahm atop his five picks. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is at six under right behind him, three under on the Ooh, day through look nine. Out. Oh, yeah, we've got ourselves. Buddy, listen to this. Your top three, Rahm, Scheffler, Day. Good on you, Jason Day. Who? Jason Day again. He's back, baby. Or his back, baby. One or the other. The good news is that when the back is right, he's really good. It's good to see golf could use it. A lot of good names up there. One shocking name up on that leaderboard is Zach Johnson in the top ten. Oh, my. That little slappy's out here at Must minus. be a lot of downwind with those gusts. Yeah, I was going to say. Hey, Ricky Fowler's there again. High ten right now. See? What a year. This is going to be a good year. Ricky Fowler, Jason Day. Oh, our mutual friend Bill's doing backflips. Ricky's back in it. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. He's a big Ricky guy. I, I've gotten to where I feel sorry enough for him. Yep. Oh, if he's contending, it'll be like the Sergio Masters. Everybody but like, come on, Ricky. You can do it, Ricky. Uh, Rick, yeah. Yeah, it would be. I mean, at least Ricky's not an ass the way Sergio turned out to be. I mean, Ricky. It's okay. If you're from Spain, it's okay. Somehow. <laughs> I guess. It just makes John it okay. Ron seems like a really good guy. He does. <laughs> Sevy didn't. No. Sevy didn't no, seem so no, good. No, he didn't. That's uh sacrilege to say in the golf circles but people know well it's the same thing like anytime you you talk to people historically like the people that are old enough to remember um ben hogan and people that weren't weren't exactly the nicest oh man like not a nice dude he looks intimidating i think that arnold palmer tells the story about oh he was just outright mean mean so they're smoking a cigarette eaten by himself 
All the other players are sitting together. He's just by himself. Screw you, losers. There's the thing, though. It, it's like what um, Ponder and, and Jameis could do with Jimbo. There's a level of mean where it just becomes funny. And then you just mess with the guy. The guy's being serious. And you kind of enjoy it. We had substitute teachers like that mm -hmm. or old gym teachers like that in my high school and elementary school. Like, if they're just that much of a jerk, you kind of get to have fun with it because you don't have to worry about getting along. You know you can't. So it's it gets fun. <laughs> Any player props that we didn't touch on before we sign off and our picks, right? I guess we should. Uh, I think we're both picking the Chiefs to win the game. The Chiefs? I mean, excuse me, the Eagles? Uh, Yeah, I'm picking the Eagles. I'm picking the Eagles. It, it's got it's that kind of groundswell. I'm not saying it's identical to our Super Bowl win over the Chiefs when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won their second Super Bowl. Mm. But it does kind of just feel quietly like the Eagles are going to enjoy the fourth quarter on Sunday. I'd prefer a good game. I'm not rooting for either team. I'm at the point where I'm just rooting for a good game. For those that don't know, it's, I mean, you want to talk about good value. You can get the Chiefs on the money line for plus 105. They're only yeah. a point and a half underdog. It's not like, you know, when you look at these numbers and you, you kind of think, well, where where is this? I mean, Sharps think this is a really even matchup. I tend to disagree. I tend to agree. Do you open up the pocketbook on Super Bowl Sunday? Do you put more wagers down just for the hell of it because it's the big final hurrah? I made these two bets this morning. <laughs> okay. Uh, I took Pacheco over 47 and a half yards rushing. Ooh. And I took Patrick Mahomes under 295 yards passing. So you'd like the under in this game. You, you would trend the towards the, the under. The, well, the total's 51. If it got above 51, yes, I always trend towards the under on Super Bowls. But I mean, it, that, in general, that I story take to me under. is yeah, they're going to try to run the ball and keep it's got 27 yeah. 21 written all over it the way that you're. Yeah, I would it. love for that number to get over 51. It's at 51 now. It's a smart number. I'd like for that number to get to 51 and a half, 52, and you know, I would just jump all over the under at that point. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I, I like be the under. monitoring that. On yeah, I like the under uh, in this in this football game. I tend to like the unders in Super Bowls, just generally speaking. Uh, I think there's a, oh, we talked about it earlier this week. I think there's a feeling out process a lot of times. There's sort of just a little bit more close to the vest, you know, um, as far as the early play calling. Players go all out. Players go all out. There is no tomorrow. I got that. Like, Hurts will run the ball in this game on Sunday. He's not going to be afraid to run the ball. I, his total keeps going up. If you're looking for player props, I think it's at 50 now, 50 yards rushing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean. Well, it takes this one big one. And then what you're hedging against, though, are kneel downs. Because yeah. what I believe it was the San Francisco. It happened recently. City. You got screwed on one of these, didn't you? Oh, I might have. Somebody but, we know did. But this is an all-timer. So Mahomes' three kneel downs were so far behind the line of scrimmage against San Francisco that it moved the line one it needed to be negative eight or negative nine on three. Yeah, you see three really, kneel downs. Yeah, it's something really strange. And he just kind of backtracked. Yeah, and, and you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. By a half yard. It's always funny when you're watching things like that play out. It's almost like slow motion. Like, he's going to do it again. How, how many How many yards is he going to take? No, no, no. Just go straight down behind the because center, Because they're going to kill a couple extra yeah, seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. The poor, you think of the poor bastards that are watching that. They're smiling like, all right. Well, he doesn't need to do that. Again. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Brady was always petty about that for his own rushing totals, not for yeah. wagers. But he would always drop the knee down right, right between, right between, right the, under yeah. the cheeks. Yeah, That's funny. Yeah, the lines for those wondering: Chiefs at plus one and a half at minus one ten over unders fifty one. 
Money line Chiefs plus 105. Money line Eagles minus 125. The the fun was what we had last hour. For those, I'll reference it one more time, though. But those that didn't get to hear it, Lee came prepared and ready to roll today. That was a really good segment with Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports. Fun prop bets. He had real conviction in the numbers that he was looking at there. And I would also suggest that um, the under on the national anthem, given that his daughter sung it nine times at professional sporting events. 206 seems really high. Too. That's a long time to sing. It was 158 when I lost the bet to Eric Llewellyn. Because yeah. Christine Aguilera forgot a line. Forgot the lyrics. Forgot the lyrics. Flubbed the whole damn thing. Take her green card. She's done. Good work out of you. Good work, Director Matthew. And all be well. Have a wondrous weekend. We will be back with you on Monday. Take care. Peace.